Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Xbox Life, episode 316, Podcast Overdrive. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me this week, as always, is my good buddy, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live. Hello, hello, hello. And with us, as also, as always, is also Mr. Braun. I don't know why I say Mr., but... That's all right. Uh, also known as VJ Slick Thirty Three. Well, Brun demands respect. That's why you say it. Oh, I did that. I realized that. I think it was after last week. I'm like, I'm always saying, "Here's Mr. Brun and Mr. Rob." I'm like, why do I always say Mr. Rob and Mr. Brun? It makes no sense. I think it's just like I think people say because I say that with my son. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I mean I'm used yeah. to. I always give people respect and. You know, and uh, say you know, Mister whatever, but not not their first name. You know, <laughs> so it just sounds corny. I just realized I've probably been doing that for three hundred episodes. And um, but anyways, it is what it is. And uh, Brun, is there any way you can shift a little bit so you're centered in the camera? There you go. Oh, uh, sorry. Hold on. My camera must uh. No, it is what it in is. In the middle. There, there you go. go. Uh, yeah, this is better. It's a little better. So thank you. Very Sorry about much. that. Yeah, I was kind of leaning over here too because I was checking and making sure the hosting's working right. So on my channel, I'm hosting this Xbox Live <laughs> for the twelve people that actually go and look at me, but three of them or two of them are right here. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, well let's dive yeah. into this week's stuff. So uh, be sure to join us uh, or check out the site thisxboxlife.com. And as always, you can support the show by buying all your stuff and it means we mean pretty much all your stuff at thisxboxlife.com forward slash amazon or go to our website and click the amazon link to be directed to the closest affiliate site that is closest to you all right so uh let's jump into it rob what have you been playing yeah, for me, it's just been a Forza Horizon 2 week. So more Forza Horizon, just advancing in that, uh, uh, bunch. And I'm starting to get like mixed feelings on the game. I, I really enjoy the game. It's a lot of fun still, but it's getting repetitive. Uh, just, it's just like I, I race, you know, I go to the next race and it's just the same thing, you know, a little different scenery, take the turns a little bit different, but, it's it's not quite as fun as it used to be, but I'm still enjoying it, which is strange. Do you know what I mean, Mark? So I I wonder if you got into the same thing at all. I am like a level one ten and still loving the game. Yeah, I, it was geez. funny. It was funny. I passed your drive avatar last night, oh, and I'm did? like, I'm like, hey, this is probably <laughs> the one and only time I'll actually see Rob in a game. <laughs> <laughs> and he's really not actually there. I, I just like I wanted to wave to him. I was like, "Hey, it's Rob." Hey, buddy. Yeah, had a really nice car too. <laughs> well, what was I driving? I hey, I don't buddy. know. It was yeah. one of those uh, really fancy exotic ones. It was oh. shiny and red. <laughs> I wonder if that has to do with the actual car that somebody chooses. Because right now I've got an old Ferrari. That could have been what it was. Yeah, it's one of those that it looks very much like speed racer car. Yeah, yeah, that's I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So, but I was uh, going to say Ferrari, but I wasn't positive. 
So. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those Italian cars are, you know, pretty tough to uh, to pick out with all like the Zondas and, and all that. But anyway, uh, you know, it's still a fantastic game. It's just getting a little bit of same, a little sameness. However, uh, maybe just a phase and it'll pass. And then uh, I, I did want to bring this up. I, I don't know if it'll be out of place, but I'll just bring it up right now just because I have the, the microphone, the center stage, whatever you want to call it. And that's that. I'm kind of stressing out about the upcoming couple of weeks, man. And that's there's so much good stuff coming out. And I, I want to be like financially conscious of my purchases <laughs> of games. <laughs> and I mean, I'm, I'm really like conflicted. It's like, I, I, I really want to get everything all at once. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, you probably got everything already. <laughs> no, already I, I almost bought that master chief collection. I was on the page <laughs> looking at it and I'm like, you know, but I'm like, no, I just don't want, I got, I'm doing the same thing. I just been buying and buying and buying. And I'm like, I gotta stop, man. Right, I, yeah. I I don't want to get burned again, and I got burned with um, Thief. I got burned with Mordor. Um, I got, you know, I don't. Let's see, like Mordor, I played once, man. I I have no desire to even go back to it. Mm. Um, I got. I'm con- I'm worried about Sunset Overdrive. Um, I. I think it will be fun, but I can see where this could turn out to be a disappointment for me. I do have some big concerns. Um, and I've got Call of Duty already bought and paid because I have to buy Call of Duty because it's Call of Duty. But again, I don't know if those two games, I don't know, are they going to be the fun that I want? You know, like Diablo 3 was awesome. I'm still playing that. Forza 2, Horizon 2, uh, absolutely fun, well worth the money are these others. And it's like, you know, knowing Master Chief is like, I've already played all these. Am I really going to play them all again? You know? Right. I, and, and all these people are like, oh, yeah, it's great. We're all going to be playing. You know what? People play for a week and then they move on right, to the next right. game. So I think and I think it'll have a short shelf life. <laughs> especially with the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. because there's so much good stuff coming. Right? And we're going to talk about this later on in the show, but I'm just looking at the Xbox One releases, like the big titles. we got Sunset Overdrive. we got... Uh, what, uh, well, there's a Grand Theft Auto online coming out at some point. Uh, the Call of Duty, um, Master Chief, Assassin's Creed, Dragon Age, uh, GTA 5, Far Cry. It's just the crew. There's so much stuff and you can only play so much. You can only and play it's like, one at a time. Exactly. Yeah. And, and how do you prioritize? Cause I, I really, I'm kind of buying into the Sunset Overdrive hype a little bit, but I don't know if I'll like it because it is like, um, oh, what's that called? Uh, Dead Rising 3. I can't say that I dislike the game, but for me, it's like so hard that it's not fun. Oh, dude, let me know when you want to play. The game is so much more fun in co-op. Really? I'll help you out, man. It's fun. It's fun. You know, I think... You know, I, I, yeah. Let me know, dude. I'll jump in with you. We'll play a little bit. And but you know, you, you, you know may not like it. About, if though. you don't like it, then that, you know that's cool. But give it a shot in co-op, and maybe because I, I kind of felt like like Mass Effect was the one for me that I just didn't get it. I, I it was too hard. I didn't understand it. 
Right. And then uh, I came back to it somewhat um, other time, and it was actually Kyle. I think it was Kyle. Uh, yeah. You guys might know as Marana Cow. Um, he kind of gave me some pointers. You know, and he's like, here's what you need to do, or do this, or this is what you can. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know the game could do that. You know, um, right. And it opened up that whole world to me. And now I've played all the games, and I love Mass Effect. So I would say, yeah, Dead Rising 3 is just a kill fest, man. It's, it's so much better than the others. So right. let me know sometime when you want to try it. You got some free time. I'll jump in. We'll co-op. We'll, we'll try to run through some stuff and, and yeah. get your feet wet in there. Cause yeah. for me, just the experiences that I had with it basically were I start off, I play about two minutes and then I have some kind of mishap <laughs> and then I just get killed yeah. and I just like repeat, repeat, repeat. And, you know, that I, I'm anticipating Sunset Overdrive being similar in terms of experience. That's just my main concern. However, it does look awesome. And they talked a little bit about it on the past couple of major Nelson shows. And it sounds interesting. I mean, it sounds, the graphics look phenomenal. So, but I mean, there's that. There's Call of Duty. There's Assassin's Creed Unity, which looks pretty sweet. I have it's, no problem skipping that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just. They look so cool, but they do. Those three games alone—that's one hundred eighty dollars. And not to mention With, how many hours of gameplay. I mean, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and what was the other one you mentioned? Uh, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, COD, Sunset Overdrive. Well, for the first two, I mean, there's how many unknown hours of gameplay? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragon's Age, Dragon Age Inquisition is going to be insane 100 plus hours of gameplay too so mm -hmm. i mean there's only so much money and there's only so much time in a day exactly so, yeah normally he, at this time of the year i'm buying anywhere from eight to ten games that's what i've done like the last two years and this time i'm like i think i've cut it down to about four or five but there's only two more coming out that i've bought i'm not buying any more the rest of the year i kind of so reason. you say so i say <laughs> <laughs> you lie <laughs> dude well what i figured like with halo master the halo game i i kind of want it i'm not really sure why um i want i want to see the nightfall but i'm sure that'll eventually come out on blu-ray um right. and it might be fun to play with the community if the game lasts but there's really i looked at the pre the pre-order bonuses and it's like a, an extra skull in halo 2 and that's it yeah. I'm like, so there really is no pre-order bonus for this game. So I'm like, this is something I can just wait and see. Come Christmas time, if people are still playing it and it's all that, then that'll give my kids something they can get me for Christmas because they like to buy me Xbox stuff. Oh, nice. So I'm like, I'll leave that I'll out there. Me. My wife always gets mad because I'm always buying everything and never leave uh, anything for people to buy. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can see that being annoying. But. And then Jesus says next month I'm gonna end up buying Halo, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, Sunset, GTA Five, and some arcade games. Yeah. <laughs> and hate I'm actually a little excited for the uh, Assassin's Creed because it's gonna be, you know, multi, multiplayer. So yeah, or co-op should say. So, because that's the one that you're kind of waiting for, right? You're thinking about getting yeah, that I'm bundle. Shooting for that bundle, yeah, because yeah. it's. You know, three games in the Xbox with Connect. I mean, can't <laughs> three free oh, yeah. games, and I already I bought Destiny on on 
360, so I get it free for Xbox One. I've been downloading all the games that come for free on Xbox One. And hopefully at some point in time, they'll let you borrow your friend's electronic digital games because then I can borrow Mordor from Wing since he's not going to play it. <laughs> Dude, I'd gift it to you if I could. <laughs> you might want to take go it back. out of my library. Just give it to Braun. Let me transfer did, this over. <laughs> did you like Batman Arkham Asylum? Yes. Okay, People and keep r- telling me r- to go back and give Mordor more time. It's Do just that you- the first couple hours I found so boring. And I mean, you guys can watch the gameplay that I did because I, I – tweeted there no not tweeted twitched the whole thing it was boring i just and that's the thing it's like right out the gate it didn't interest me and i was bored so i like i have no desire to go back and give it any more time you know that's that's kind of the problem but i i probably will when i get you know sunset and call of duty are coming out what within the next two weeks you know once i burn through them and then i'm just kind of like sitting and look at my library (laughs) through them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then I'll probably nice. go back and like, okay, let me give Mortar a little. I, I haven't signed it off completely, but but yeah. we'll see. And and there's even like a whole bunch of games that I I still want to go back to, and it just you know with the Xbox One we had such a long time of slow releases and lots of time between games that it, I felt like it gave us enough time to enjoy what was out there, at least to try things. And now these games are coming out, you know, too fast. <laughs> too many choices, too fast. What's going on? But All right. we'll see. Nice sidetrack there, Rob. Yeah, yeah. So what have you been playing, Bron? So I've been playing Forza Horizon, the first one, on my 360. Um, been playing Battlefield awesome 4 game. on PC um, because it was double XP weekend. I haven't played for a while, so I sat down and Hit rank one one nineteen today, I think. So, um, been playing that a little bit. <laughs> so, a little bit. Uh, and then uh, I I was just laying on the couch of kind of having back troubles again, so I was laying on the couch and uh, put on Monaco. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Monaco. I played like the first two boards on that, and I was just like. I really wasn't understanding what the whole premise of the game is. And it seemed maybe it's supposed to be really, really easy for the first couple boards. And maybe it gets more difficult. I'm not sure because it's kind of like we were saying with the Mordor. It's just like I played 10 minutes of it. And I was just like, I don't understand what any of this is about. And it's really boring. So I stopped playing it. But because uh, I hear a lot of people talking about it. So I don't know wasn't really like, grasping what it was all about. So But uh I didn't get any Diablo three in this week, but it's I've been I've been How busy. Dare you. I know. I've been busy and, and I won't uh actually I won't be available for next week's show uh because I'll be out of town until late Sunday and it's kinda hard to get back after being gone for a couple of days and needing to record, so I was gonna let you guys know after the show. I might as well let you know now. All right, I guess we know now. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got a call out for anybody Bruns replacement for next week. <laughs> yeah, somebody have to replace me. I don't know. Can it? Can you be replaced? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I was gone for a while, and then you guys forced me to come back. So, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Yeah, you can be replaced. <laughs> I'm just nice. kidding. Obviously, you can't be. We didn't. We didn't fill your spot, right? 
No, he didn't, but you could have. There was plenty of great people out there that could. Well, yeah, but not as great as the Mr. Braun. <laughs> no, but that's it. All right, well, I took up the slack for you with Diablo 3, and I've got my fourth character is at... Oh, where did I get to? 54, 55, I think, is where I got my fourth character playing the Witch Doctor right now. No, don't really like it. I, I thought I was. People were telling me that, hey, you'll probably really like this character. I find this character to be pretty weak. Um, there's some stuff it does that I really like, but overall I'm not enjoying it as much as I did the, um, the wizard and the, and the demon hunter are my favorite. Uh, the crusader was okay, and I think the witch doctor is okay. Um, but I'm working on the witch doctor to get to level 70, and then I'll have to start over again, get those last two. But, uh, I do that game is so much fun. What's, what are the last two? You have... Uh, I got to do Barbarian and the Monk. Monk, yep. So yep. it's going to be different because both of those are more like melee close in, I guess, and not... Mm-hmm. I've I've been playing this game mainly with standoff characters. Even my Crusader yeah. had a, a standoff weapon that I used almost all the time, so I kind of like to stay back and do the ranged stuff, but uh, we'll see. But uh, that's what I'm doing with that Diablo. Uh, Forza Horizon 2, obviously played more of that. I waved to Rob in the game yesterday. He's like, hey, buddy, I'm passing you. You're too slow. Um, and no, I've only seen your Dravatar once also. Then I, I be happy, because if you see it, that's because you just, I just rammed you off the road. No. That's, that's, no, that's what the, that's what the I'd word is out the there. <laughs> My Dravatar is not nice from what I've been told. You know, for the most part, I, I found the majority of Dravatars are actually, they're okay. They're, they're not as annoying, except in this one game that I had, uh, like midweek sometime, the Dravatars were like bumping each other and spinning each other out in front of me. That's not cool. That is nice. not cool. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you got this car. It's like sideways in front of you. You're doing like a hundred, like, ah, it's one thing if you do it, but it sucks when they do it. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying? Um, I also played some Destiny. I did one. We did the weekly raid. No, not the raid. No, 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 no. Uh, the weekly uh, strike mission uh, with uh, Mojo Red and o- I think it was OGT unit. Um, and then uh, I played this new game that's free called Voice Commander. If you guys haven't tried it, it's free on Xbox yeah. One. It reminds me of Asteroids. Um, cause you're like this little, and the little asteroids are coming in. You got your, like your planets in the middle and then you can use voice commands to tell Vox, which is like this ship that moves around and you can, you basically tell Vox to go to one of four quadrant quadrants. You can use your voice to launch super weapons into quadrants. Uh, and then you move in this little ship around and shooting like asteroids, you know? So it's a free game. It's be, it was built by, um, Microsoft's the Microsoft Garage, something like that. They call it the Garage. It's like these interns, I guess, that are, you know, making games and stuff like that. I don't know. Well, it's the first one from that Microsoft Garage uh, brand, but it's kind of interesting. It's got achievements, so for the achievement people out there, it's a free game and got achievements attached to it. 
Um, it's kind of neat. It works really well. The voice commands actually worked really well. I was I was pretty impressed. Uh, and then lastly, I played some more Borderlands, the pre-sequel. And yes, Jesus Walks a Lot, who's in here, he'll be happy to hear me say this again. I do not enjoy this game. Um, <laughs> I am trying. I've been trying to play co-op with some people. Um, it's just, it's much better in co-op. But the game is still boring. I cannot. It doesn't handle the same. It. I swear, there's something different. I, they. They just. It was built by a different studio. Uh, it's built by White or 2K Australia. Everything in this game is with Australian accents and Australian. Um, it's like you're on the moon out in space, and everybody's, "Hey, Mike. Good night, Mike. Let's put a little shrimp on a bobby." You know, it's just like. And I know that was a horrible Australian accent, but. Um, (laughs) it's just, there was, I was playing the other day with someone from Australia and they were just like, they, even, they were kind of complaining. It was just like too much. It was over the top. Um, cause how are you going to barbecue shrimp on the moon? I I don't know. I, but I don't, I don't like the controls. I think the game itself is boring. A lot of times it's like really hard to figure out where you're supposed to go. We've had issues, uh, and it's not just me. Uh, people I'm playing with were like, well, how do we, you know, it tells you, oh, do this. But you're like, well, how are you to do that in the game? And um, it's just not working right. I just, I don't know what they did. They, I just, they messed up a great game. Um, I, I don't know if I'll ever finish it. I'm slowly working on it, but I really don't enjoy it. Um, it saddens me to say that because I loved Borderlands. Um and I just can't recommend it to anybody. And I don't see anybody playing this game at all. So. Oh, that was Al Sheps. I guess I was playing <laughs> with. And for the record, he they said they do not barbecue shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, um, they are good. Yeah, they are. Um, perhaps barbecue. you should put some shrimp on a Barbie. Um, yes. All right. So, anyways, that's enough of that. But that's what I played this week. So. I think it's time to hit the hey, news. Before we hit the news, uh, I had a question in regards to Forza Horizon 2. I forgot to ask this earlier. But so in Forza Horizon, I really liked the radio station. It was, you know, my kind of music and, uh, I thought it had a good variety. In Forza Horizon 2, <laughs> the stations seem a little repetitive to me. Oh, you guys? Yes. Do you get that? I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Super repetitive. Not very good music, in my opinion. Yeah. I've been trying to find a station that I like. I've been listening to the Horizon XS. Yeah. That's like the only one I really kind of care for. But it's like I'm tired of hearing the same four songs over and over again. Yeah, I know, man. right? Oh, it's like I dream about this music. It's <laughs> like I've started just turning the radio off. It's just like I can't, I can't hear this anymore. Just turn the radio yeah. off. Yeah, it's not, the soundtrack is not near as good as it was in the first game. Yeah, because I, I think that they tried to have more stations, but they wound up having less tunes. Because in be. the beginning, they keep unlocking, like, hey, now you got this station, you got that station. And, uh, like, I personally like Bass Arena. That's the only one that I listen to. And even though the songs were, are good, I wish that there was some other way to, like, get more music or they would update it or do something. But, okay. I was just wondering. All right. 
news well, time. It's we're, to, we're back to you, Rob. Yep. You got it. You got it. All right. So here we go with the news. And no, it's not going to be on one breath in one minute. It's going to be a couple minutes and a lot of breaths. So first off, we've got uh, DOA 5 coming on February 17th, uh, 2015. Uh, Dead or Alive 5 last round is going to feature a $30 price tag on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And it's going to be $40 on Xbox One and the PS4. Xbox One owners can purchase access to Core Fighters for $5, or they can play a free demo that lacks Core Fighters DLC options. Uh, there's been a uh, update that... Uh, let's see here, the November system update. I, I thought... Uh, hold on, i got to stop you for a second. I thought the DOA yeah. 5 last round was free. The Core Fighters, there was it was going to be free on Xbox One. Yeah, and they it, gave you two I fighters, that. but then for five bucks you would get like all four fighters or something like that. I believe yeah, they're they're sure. almost positive. I read there is a free option on Xbox yeah, One. You can play a free demo that lacks Core Fighters DLC options. Okay, I didn't think it was a demo. I thought it was the two. You got two fighters for free that you could play that game in. Oh, well, I guess it's a demo. Okay. <laughs> Surprise! But it's free. So you can call it whatever you want. Alrighty. Alright. Uh, the November update uh, has a whole ton of features. I'm just going to kind of tear through them here. If you want uh, more details on any of these things, please look it up on uh, your friendly neighborhood search engine online. Uh, so we've got... Uh, Custom backgrounds. So this was a kind of a huge thing. Uh, you can get custom backgrounds and this is, uh, achievement based, right? Uh, so once you get an achievement, you can use that as, uh, your background. Uh, you, you can make your own too with the media player update. So okay. You can, you can take your own, what off any, uh, any, uh, picture as long as it's less than three meg. Then, okay. Uh, you can put it on a, a you can even get it from your computer using, was that DL, what's that? DLNA. DLNA. Yeah. yeah. I, I was able to pull images and view images off my computer and set them as a mm. wallpaper. Or okay. you can put them on a thumb drive or whatever. Okay, so I'll make sure to send you some pictures of me that are less than 3 meg. Exactly. Okay, so uh, then uh, Gamer Profile, uh, uh, more better. Uh, you can tweet about your favorite uh, game clips because there's now uh, what t- tweet integration, uh, Twitter integration uh, for television watching. There's live TV trending. This is kind of neat, although I haven't really used it on uh, other devices because I know DirecTV has this where you can see what uh, people are watching in your area or what's hot at this particular time. That's really handy if you're trying to watch live TV and you don't know what to watch. So uh, they got that Twitter TV trending. Uh, information, uh, Xbox TV trending, uh, tweets in the mini guide and, uh, recent and favorites in the mini guide. Uh, there's been store and smart glass, uh, updates where they've done improvements to the, uh, store, Xbox One store. Uh, you can see friends game activity on smart glass and, uh, games with gold and deals with gold is on smart glass. So that's kind of neat. So you don't have to log in on uh, 
the console or go onto the marketplace to see that stuff. And of course, there's been smart glass store improvements, uh, a couple updates to Internet Explorer. Uh, you can snap IE from the address bar in Internet Explorer. And uh, there's featured sites that you can launch. Um, updates to the preview dashboard app. Uh, this is something that Mark's not going to know about in the near future. Uh, there's some uh, improvements to my stats and the leaderboard. So uh, that's that for the November system update. Okay, moving on. Um, the Xbox One screenshot feature. This is something that's been hitting the news lately. Um, We've got some more information on this. Phil Spencer has said that in December, it'll probably be time for us to pause for a little bit and settle just all of the new consoles that are coming in and such, all the systems that are coming online. Uh, he basically said that, uh, here I lost my place. He also noted that uh, screenshot creation for Xbox One is a little more technically challenging than initially thought but that the team found a good solution uh, two weeks ago, and so that they're basically working on it. Uh, they know people want the feature. Uh, the team has a good path to get it done, but uh, now it's just uh, prioritizing everything. Uh, moving on, ESL, and that's not English as a second language, uh, it launched on uh, October 21st. Uh, look for the ESL app today in the app section of the Xbox One store. With ESL on Xbox One, you can directly find tournaments uh, within the app. Sign up without uh, a second screen. Uh, sign up without a second screen and open a match via the My Matches section within it. Within your match sheet, you can see your opponent's gamer picture and a gamer tag, contact them directly to exchange details on how to find each other in-game and other results directly within the app. Uh, you can even find news about Xbox tournaments and games. Then uh, the Halo Nightfall trailer offers uh, a glimpse of a new foe and uh, sets up the plot for Halo 5. Uh, Halo 5 beta is uh, going to be planned for this winter. So that'll be coming up soon in case you didn't have enough uh, stuff to play. Uh, Titanfall's update introduces Frontier Defense Co-op, Deadly Ground, and more. In Titanfall's brand new game mode, uh, Frontier Defense, you and up to three teammates will fight waves of Titans, Grunts, and Spectres, including a few new variations and familiar units while... Uh, defending what Respawn calls a vital objective. Frontier Defense is going to open up all original maps, as well as those in all three map packs. Uh, while an online review of the latest and final IMC Rising is is going to be available soon, the other two, Expedition and Frontier's Edge, are supposed to be quite good, and uh, we'll see how those turn out. So uh, Voice Commander, this is something that Mark just mentioned, that's uh, a Microsoft Garage project, is a fast-paced, space-themed, real-time strategy and top-down shooter combo. Uh, you pick up a controller and work with uh, Vox using voice commands and try to get it to stop... Uh, uh, try to stop relentless attacks. Voice Commander can be played with up to eight controllers, and anyone in the room can issue voice commands. And uh, that is free, like we had said earlier. Uh, Microsoft is 
investing in Gears of War for the next decade. Xbox One uh, debut isn't a reboot. Uh, Black Tusk Studios uh, basically snapped up a whole bunch of epic talent. Uh, actually, I think uh, Steptoe went there. Isn't that where he's at now? I guess, do believe uh, that is correct. Yeah. And Rod so, Ferguson is there too. So he oh, wow. he was on the Gears game at Epic. So yeah, Rod Ferguson's now there to keep the um, what is it? What do you call it? Like the to keep the the line or the history of the game, keep everything in order. So okay. So uh, uh, Phil Spencer commented on uh, the dark direction things going in and says, I wouldn't call it a reboot because I don't judge the franchise necessarily because I don't think the franchise necessarily needs that. Uh, I know Gears of War judgment didn't hit everybody's needs and desires in terms of what they wanted, but I think we can continue. Uh, but we can also, um, but we can also, and, uh, there's a new team, uh, Rod Ferguson, like you had said, uh, uh, is there to really help with the continuity. I think we can make sure that we're investing in this thing for the next decade, which is how I want to think about it. Okay, moving on. The free music streaming feature of Xbox Music will be discontinued on December 1st. Sorry if you used it, but it's going away. Microsoft revealed on an Xbox support page for the service. The company said that it's focusing Xbox, Xbox Music to deliver ultimate music purchase and subscription service experience for customers. With Xbox Music Pass, uh, it's $10 a month uh, music streaming plan. Okay. Assassin's Creed Unity is now available for digital pre-order and download on Xbox One. Uh, it's slated to release on November 11th. That's 11-11. Uh, you may uh, download the game from Xbox Live before then, of course, but it won't be playable until 12.01 Pacific Standard Time on the release date. Then uh, Shadow Warrior is now available. Shadow Warrior tells the offbeat tale of Zilla Enterprises' corporate shogun, Lo Wang, as he is ordered to acquire a legendary blade of limitless power by his deceitful employer. Uh, betrayed and left for dead, Lo Wang learns of the Blade's connection to ancient gods from another realm, uh, preparing to push our world uh, to the brink of destruction. Now, the reluctant hero must become legend through a masterful combination of gun, blade, magic, and wits to uncover the truth behind the demonic invasion and banish evil back into the darkness. Shadow Warrior Re- Reborn which is a, a new uh, bold vision of uh, Shadow Warrior. Uh, I can't say it. Elegantly blends classic first-person uh, shooter gameplay with thrilling action, inventive combat, and a contemporary retelling of the hilarious legend of Lo Wang. And lastly, Grand Theft Auto V San Andreas HD it's now available for Xbox 360. Rockstar's recently revealed port of the open world uh, crime simulator Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is now available for release from the company's virtual metaphorical pr- 
prison system and is seeking rehabilitation on Xbox 360 systems. If you're looking to relive Carl Johnson's adventures in sunny San Andreas, you'll need 2.05 gig of free hard drive space and $3.74 to pay bail. That's nice. It. Nice job. Yeah. And that is all. Alrighty. Go into our round table here. And uh, before we get into the Sunset Overdrive, real quick, I just wanted your your guys' opinions. I welcome any thoughts from the community. But, um, you know, I got into this preview program for the Xbox One dashboard and uh kind of really didn't want to do it because I've I've had issues with the Xbox 360 beta dashes in the past but I'm like well I'll do it for the community right I got to do it for for you folks uh I'm not doing it for you anymore <laughs> I am rejecting I'm punching out I'm hitting the road um I pulled uh, I requested to pull my Xbox 1 from the uh preview program I this is the way I look at it. As fast as they're pushing these out and they're doing monthly updates, which we won't see. They do have a November update, but they said they're not going to do a December update. Right. Um, makes sense. Which makes sense, yes. Simply because they're going to have too many people. You know, Christmas time, the holidays, we're going to see a big jump in people on the service with new boxes. They don't want to, uh, you know, take anybody down or be dealing with an update at that point. So smart move. Very smart move. And, um, but uh, I did request to be removed, and you know my here's kind of the reason why. Um, so far, the updates everybody's getting these new updates every month, so I'm only going to get four weeks of preview access, if you will. So I get to get the hard drive access, which was nice. I got that a month early. I get the, I got my background right now early. Um, but with the every time they put one of these new updates out, it breaks my box so badly um i've got so many issues going on right now that it just drove me to finally just go in and say please unregister me i don't want to do this anymore (laughs) so i probably won't be able to provide you guys updates anymore on that but nowadays there's so many people in these preview programs that i I just don't feel the need to, to do it but um you know I just thought I'd let you know. I'm curious what some of the rest of you um, feel like out there that are in the preview program. Um, for me, if I had two Xbox Ones, then I wouldn't mind having one in the preview program. But being that I have one and only one, I want it to work when I turn it on. I don't want problems. So I'd rather wait four weeks to get these new features when I know that that update's been hammered out and all those in the preview program Um are you know reporting in issues i've just reported several to them and i've already got a response back that they're working on them so that's good i'm glad microsoft's doing this i do like the preview program i just need to bow out of it so um this this one was definitely the worst so far um but october's was pretty bad too for the first several weeks and uh so anyways what do you guys what do you guys think of that any any thoughts on the preview program? Because I don't think Rob, you're not in it, right? No, I'm in it. Oh, you are. Are yeah. you having? Uh, do you think it's worth it to stick into it? Or are you having major um, issues? Personally, I don't. I don't mind it. Uh, I don't quite have the problems that you've been having with your system. But then again, um, 
I, I don't quite use the system to the potential that you do. <laughs> and uh, for me, I, I enjoy being part of the program. I like getting stuff a little bit early. I run beta software on my uh, laptops, on my home PCs. I, I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. So uh, it's something that I'm going to continue and you know, this is, it is optional. If it's not your thing, don't do it. It's, it's not worth it. You have to be willing to put up with stuff. If, yep. you know, if you have to go into this program or any kind of beta program, whenever you run any kind of beta software, you have to go into it expecting things to not work. And if it does, you're lucky. Okay. That's, that's the kind of thing that you right. need to go into. You're not getting pre-release, um, fully working guaranteed software. That's not what, that's not what these programs are about. So if you're not willing to put up with that stuff, just get out of it. Cause you know, like you said, Mark, right. the, the stuff's only coming out a couple of weeks in advance of the general release. And if you can wait, you know, I get the, wait. yeah, get the hopefully fully fixed version, uh, that comes out. But I feel that the program's necessary. It is, no, gonna, I do like it. I do it, like the yeah. program. You know, I I respect Microsoft for you know rolling out this kind of program and mm-hmm. opting it uh, you know to the general population basically to you know say hey if you want to be part of this and help us develop and test things uh, you know then please join in because that's the problem like anybody can code software the problem is testing it because yeah. I know in the past what Microsoft has done is like they give it to the, what I think to the employees and they take it home and they basically bang on it and try to break things. But you can only get so many people to do that. And I know Microsoft has a lot of people, a lot of employees. I don't know how many participate in it in the Xbox program. I imagine it'd just be like the teams that work for that division, but you're not going to get a good test of the system that way, because even though, you are testing it with probably hundreds, if not thousands of people. It's not as diverse as testing it with the general population because, you know, we're not Microsoft employees. You know, we don't, we're not exposed to the same thing. So we'll test differently. You know, we'll run things differently. And that's how you truly test things. Right. So, you know, it's cool that they had it, but, you know, if it's not for you, you know, just get the features a couple of weeks later. Not a big deal. Yeah, and the reason I wanted to bring this up was just to let people know if you're if you are frustrated because I've talked to people that are kind of frustrated as well. They've been in the preview program. Um, if you go into the preview application, it's where the quests and stuff are. Go into the registration section, and you can unregister your console there. So if you want to get out, like I did, go into the registration and uh, select to remove it. Um, but uh, and if you do stay in. Please, by all means, report and give them the feedback on the Xbox support forums that are open specifically for this. Um, be sure to give them the feedback so they can fix the stuff. Um, and my hat's off to everybody staying in, and I just, you know, I it's like when you have a bad day, and I'm like, I need to just go play a game, and then you can't. <laughs> or you're in the middle of a game, and all of a sudden, the thing just launches Xbox Fitness because... You said, you said cookie or something. (laughs) It did it tonight. I said, I told it to go home and it launched fitness. I was like, dude, I never launched that program. (laughs) Look at me. Obviously I don't use it. It's probably, 
<laughs> Your Kinect is telling you something. That's what yeah, well, my Kinect is going to get a pair of scissors <laughs> taken to it. But anyways, let's move on into the next uh, discussion. Sunset Overdrive comes out this week, and Microsoft has been making a huge push on this. And if you haven't heard of this game, it's a third-party developed game, but it's a first-party published. So this is uh, being done by Insomniac, and it's published by Microsoft, so that's why it's an Xbox-only game. And my thought, my question, I guess, out to you guys is, do you think... Now, we don't know. We'll know Tuesday if this game's any good. um, But do you think... The game has the potential to live up to the hype or to be a new IP that will be successful for Microsoft. What do you say, Brian? Um, I think it will. I think people will like it. Um, I haven't read too much into it because I can't really play it at this point in time. Um, but well, neither can we. <laughs> well, I know, but I, I, I haven't <laughs> yeah. been like I say. It's like. Since I can't it's, play it, I haven't yeah. been keeping up with it, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's not an option at the moment. <laughs> right. But I think it's like, you know, one of those mixes between, you know, uh, Dead Rising or a Dead Rising slash Dead Island slash uh, uh, Borderlands type of combination type of, you know, one of those games. So, and, and it's... You know, it's Insomniac, like you said, it's they have their thing. Like people will probably go and like their game and and do that stuff. I think the people that benefit the most or could take the biggest hit on it is not Insomniac, though. I believe like the people having most of the stuff riding on this is is Microsoft. So I just remember when they first showed it at like E3 and stuff, people were just like, oh my gosh, this thing's great. And then I guess when they played it, they were all just like, oh my gosh, it's, it's so much fun. So, um, we'll kind of have to sit back and see, but it looks like it's, it looks like it's going to be fun. I don't know. What do you think, Rob? The definitely, the game definitely sounds interesting. Um, again, I have the concerns that it's, going to be too much like the um, Dead Rising 3 difficulty uh, that's going to impact my enjoyment of the game, but I know that tons of people liked DR3, so uh, I don't think it'll be a problem for a lot of folks out there. Uh, the visuals look amazing. I, I love the visuals, and that's one thing that's really drawing me in, just how they've done everything, like... Uh, well, there's like an explosion that shows like boom or something. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just pretty neat the, the way that they've done it. I, I think it's going to be unlike anything that we've seen before. I remember, I think it was the reveal or maybe E3 last year where they showed uh, the first videos of this thing where the guys like, you know, all run, I think it was like running on the walls and he's like, you know, riding some wire and yeah. all sorts of stuff. It's, it, it looked really cool. Although at that time we really didn't know what was it, what it was about. Um, you know, to me, it really seems to bring in two games that like immediately come to mind, like jet, uh, set radio or jet grind radio. I know we've talked about that in the past where people are like, you know, riding rails and, you know, going all over the place. And that, that was like a, uh, inline skate rollerblade type of game but you know they've taken that and they've taken like the dead rising 3 
type of kind of mashed it together. So it's going to be something new. It's, uh, doesn't seem to be like an also ran type of game, you know, where there's like 50 of them that are similar. Uh, so visuals, I think are going to appeal to a lot of people. If you like Dead Rising 3, I think you're going to like this game. And if you're up for something new, you, you'll, you might like this game. So I think it'll do extremely well. I don't know if it'll be a huge, huge knockdown success and have tons of sequels, but uh, sequels, trequels, whatever you want to call them after that. But uh, I think it's going to do well. Uh, it's got a lot of competition. A lot of other really good games are coming out at the same time. I don't know if it'll hurt it. I think uh, what's interesting about this is that they're, I mean, Microsoft's putting out a, you know, the specific white console, the white yeah. Xbox One bundle with Sunset Overdrive. It's like they're making this big push with a brand new IP that's unknown. Um, and Insomniac has had some duds in the past, one being yeah. Fuse. <laughs> that game was horrible. Um and, uh, you know, but they also got, had some really good success as well. So it is a good studio. It's just, uh, I do find it interesting that Microsoft's getting behind this un, really unknown IP. But, you know, I guess they had to do that with Halo and they had to do it with Gears. Uh, yep. It'll be interesting to see if, uh, this lives up to it. I bought it. I'm really, I, I remember when it was first announced, I was like, whatever, dude. It's like one of those I rolled yeah. my eyes at. And then the more I see it, it's like, you know <laughs> that what? That doesn't this, happen often. This, this looks like really good over the top, just chaos and fun. Yep. Kind of like a crackdown, you know? Yep. Um, so I think I, I think the potential is there that I'm really going to love this game. However, I still have concerns. I'm really worried and hope I don't get burned on it. My biggest concern is it looks like once you get on one of those rails, in from what I've heard, it sounds like you don't really control your movement. It just kind of happens, um, and you're just kind of busy shooting, which could be good. You know, maybe it's kind of like Bioshock. Um, what was the one where they were in the air, up in the city, or up in the cloud? Was that Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite? Infinite. Infinite. You know, okay, Infinite. So, yeah, so when you were like on those rails, you know, you grabbed on with the hook and you're zipping along really fast and just shooting stuff. I mean, if, if that's like the way it feels and controls, then I, I think that'll be cool. I guess my concern is, you know, how's that going to be with a, you know, this game? Is it going to control? What are the camera angles going to be like? What's the controls going to feel like? Because I really think this game for me is going to come down to if it, the controls don't feel very good. It's going to ruin it for me. You know, that it's just, you know, it can, it can. So I'm really hoping that it controls and is smooth and is real easy to grasp. Well, you know, if they ruin the controls for you, you'll just have more time to play Mordor. <laughs> right? I hate you. <laughs> So, all right. So, I bought it. It's preloaded. It's installed. Rob, are you buying Sunset Overdrive? <sighs> Probably. Uh, no, let me phrase that. 95% chance. <laughs> and... Ah, what a who am I kidding? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Brun's not because he's got to get the console first, and then he's going to have a couple Assassin's Creed games to get through. So yeah. I'm sure he won't yeah. be buying it. But if you do get your right. Xbox One, or I should say when you buy your Xbox One, we have to say when because if yes. you weren't getting one, we would have to replace you. Um, yes. When you get your Xbox One, do you think you're going to buy the Master Chief Collection? Uh, well, like uh, like last week, I you know I stated that I I do want it, but I'm not going to buy it right away. No. Okay. Um, I I I I lean toward getting it closer to when five comes out because I'm going to want to play one through five or one through four and then be ready for five. So. But uh, I will eventually own it, but most likely when I buy it, it'll be like $20 or something like that. She will be mine. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. She will be mine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, someone brought up, um, let's see, who was it that uh, Hawk mentioned? He gets a Bullet Storm vibe from the game. And um, mm. I loved Bullet Storm. Yeah. I, I think Bullet Storm was very underrated. <laughs> I was funny. I would pay I mean, full price today to pre-order that game, even if it wasn't coming out for six years. <laughs> I was like, "Here, take my money." That's one of those games. I'm like, "Take my money now." Crackdown three, Bulletstorm two, um, Syndicate two, um, uh, what's that other one? Odyssey of the Odyssey of the West starts with an E. Ah, um, oh, I can see the box art. Um, something Odyssey of the West. Um, rats. I'll have to look Magnavox? it up. No, it's like the Magnavox game. Odyssey. No, <laughs> Odyssey of the West or something. It was called um, Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Um, those those are games I would plunk money down today to buy if I could. So, you know, and and this, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, with Kickstarter. Though you know Kickstarter being so popular, do you guys ever think that that kind of buy the game ahead of time type of thing might move into like EA, Activision, and these publishers or these big development houses might adopt something like that to help protect their investments? You know, uh, I was kind of wondering about that myself a little bit because you know, like in the board game stuff, there's a fair amount of stuff that goes on. Out there, and there's been a couple of mobile projects, uh, some mobile games that I've backed through there. However, in terms of mobile, um, you're usually outside of, like for Android, you're usually outside of the store and you're kind of stuck at that point because you got your game outside the store. So now in the future, all your updates are not in the store. And I always wondered, like, what would happen, like, with Xbox. I mean, how would you even get your game unless it was done through Microsoft? And at that point, you may, or done through the uh, Xbox store. And at that point, you may as well just get it in the Xbox store when it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, they just ship you a code. Yeah. I mean, you could still use Kickstarter to say we're going to make an Xbox One game. If you pay full price, you know, when the game ships, you'll get bonus stuff. And, you know, we'll give you a code to download it. Yeah. You know, I mean... I- you could, I mean, we've only, we haven't seen it, I have not seen a console game that I, you know, on Kickstarter, I haven't heard of one, but 
as popular is it? as it is becoming, Kickstarter is be very popular for a lot of other mediums too. Why yeah. not consoles? Why? Why? I don't know. Why wouldn't Epic or Black Tusk say, "Hey, what's the interest?" or get some money ahead of time to help pay for development of a game? But some of those games are just too expensive anyway. Because you figure, like, what was that one? Was it Titanfall or whatever? It cost like five hundred million. No, Destiny. No, Destiny. Wasn't it they Destiny? Did. Destiny was $500 million. Yeah, so it was $500 million. I mean, how how much are you even going to get in advance on Kickstarter? Well, something like that, no. But, I mean, you could have, I mean, Dest- or who is it? Uh, Bungie. Bungie's so big, they could have opened up a Kickstarter and said, you know, help us make our next game. And throw out a few, you know, you know how many people would have paid up front? And given them yeah. money right off the bat and ordered the yeah. game before it was even made. You know, that's my thing. They're, they're now, and I was also noticing with season passes, a lot of the games that I've been buying were costing me ninety, hundred dollars mm-hmm. because yep. I'm buying the season pass or, uh, or like Forza was what, 80 bucks because I bought the VIP pass and, um, uh, I'd have to look, pull up my list, but almost every game I bought digitally cost me more than 60 bucks because I'm buying season passes or additional content right then and there. And I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, what happened at the day where games were 60 bucks? Yeah. You remember us talking about what would happen with Xbox one and we were thinking that they'd bump the price up to 70, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did it. They did it worse. <laughs> They, they they are the they're games doing up to it. 80. Yes, they're getting it to eighty without people really realizing it, and I that's why I was like, gee whiz, I stuff comes out that I've paid for because I'm buying all these games. I don't even there's DLC that's come out that I've paid for and I haven't played because I didn't even know it came out because I'm on to the next new hotness. So I'm kind of like, you know what, I got to stop buying season passes. Like Call of Duty, I did not buy a season pass this time. I said no way, you know, I'm just not right. doing it. So. But uh, anyways, yeah, I think I think Kickstarter could be the very next thing that we start to see because they're trying to get as much money as their pocket. And as popular as Kickstarter is, I could see these dev dev houses or even publishers starting to make use of Kickstarter to get money in advance. I will. Yeah. But, oh, because I'll what are they out? Way. Think about it. They take this money in. Say they even get a hundred thousand dollars in, and that's it. Okay, that's not near what they need to make a triple A title. But it's money they have in hand that they now can say they can throw it in the bank and earn interest on it. And if this project fails, they refund your money. They made money on the interest alone. Yeah. Never had to even develop a product. The the <laughs> the one thing is is like you know I in my mind Kickstarter for development groups they should use that if like they can't get funding through a publisher. Now like as far as publishers. I would never kickstart anything from a publisher because they're the ones with the money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. they you know, so for, they don't need anybody's <laughs> money ahead of time. You know, if EA hey. came out and said, "Hey, we're going to kickstart the next Battlefield," I no, would tell me. them to take that game and <laughs> you uh, know, EA, just imagine just imagine if EA comes out and they're like, "We help us kickstart our new data center." <laughs> Our servers I mean, will be online. You know, I I kickstarted the Universum. I'm still, you know, I'm waiting on that. Like, there, yeah, that's yeah. in development. Um, 
I didn't kickstart Planetary Annihilation, but I bought Planetary Annihilation um, from Uber Entertainment. And uh, actually, they... I, I Well, it's good. It's really good. Okay. Actually, the, fir- the first link I posted in the chat, that was going to be their next game, but it was a very high amount of money, and they actually canceled the Kickstarter because they, re- they know they weren't going to make it. And it's called uh, Human Resources, and it's hilarious when you watch the thing because... Um, you click on a building, you say harvest humans, and you're like these big creatures like RTS, and all you see them is picking up humans and eating them <laughs> as they're running out of the buildings and stuff. It was pretty funny. Um, and then the second link I put out there is one that I'm actually, I got starred right now. It's called The Flame in the Flood, and I got that from some other, you know, some other group. It's It's got 10 days to go, and it's 137% funded, so... Um, just a couple ones that I'm looking at, uh, right now, but just... I've only backed one Kickstarter and it was for an iPhone app that, uh, uh, got funded and we're just, uh, waiting for it. I think the app is in review right now. Yeah. So Apple should got be it. available. Yep. So, so, but I only backed it cause it was someone I knew. <laughs> right. And, and that's in, and, and I, I backed him as well. I actually got to use the, uh, client for the windows. So I know it's a, it's a decent app. It does does very well. I'm excited for him to see it get released. And when it comes out, we'll, I'll announce it on here so you guys oh, can definitely. go check it out. Yeah, but it's a, it's a game tracker for the iPhone, and I think he's planning yeah. to do an Android app too. I believe. Yeah. So. But, so, and I believe he used Swift for this one. So it is actually a native, a native app. Um, he didn't do like a hybrid. Which is like the app we were that I'm working on with a with somebody. Um, we used it, used Ionic Framework and Angular JS and all that stuff to build it once and deploy it both places. So, pretty cool. cool. But awesome. Yep. Right. Oh, and I had one more funny thing to say is, do you think it, I I it's the bundle that I'm purchasing? Did I mention this last week? People were saying that Microsoft is desperate. I mention it? No, no. I don't. Yeah, they were saying that. Okay, they were saying Microsoft. It's a desperate move on Microsoft to bundle Assassin's Creed with an Xbox One, and they just called it. They're like, "Oh, see, they're trying to do anything they can to catch Sony. They're desperate." Of course, these are from Sony fanboys. They were making these comments. So uh, I did see that um, Sony announced that they were uh, releasing a. PlayStation 4 GTA 5 bundle. I believe it might be only in Japan at the moment, but uh, I did push that comment out when I saw that tweet to everybody. I'm like, wait, isn't Microsoft desperate for doing, you know, AC bundle, but now these are doing a GTA 5 bundle? I'm like, Sony fanboys comment? (laughs) Guess how many replies I got? Zero. (laughs) Zero. Because they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, alrighty. So, hey, along uh, along these gaming lines that we've been talking about, have you guys watched the Quantum Break videos that they've released? They just re-released the new one with uh, some commentary. I so. haven't seen it yet. I posted it out on our Facebook group, um, but I and I was planning to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just have not had time, dude. Yeah. So, 
Well, I guess I have had time. I should. I I played some games, so. Yeah, you, your priorities. I didn't make there. time. How about that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's more realistic. <laughs> yeah, but just uh, you know, the games that are coming out. Like uh, I was just even thinking about that Quantum Break. It just they look for they look awesome. I mean, just like the visuals and where they're taking games. It's it's an exciting time. Definitely, and that, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy that always uh, discusses Quantum Break. S- Sam Lake, is that his name? Uh, oh, sure. sure. Yeah, it, <laughs> the guy with, like, the big pompadour-looking hair. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he his, his commentary is just so weird. He just sounds so strange. <laughs> On there, he's like, this game is incredible. It just, uh, you, you'll see in the videos when you watch it. But that mm-hmm. game looks amazing. That's another one. Although, yes. that one's coming out next year, though. I think it's next year, so. Yeah. If, if it well, does, coming got, out, a little, got a little while. Like February. What's well, that? coming out soon. What's coming out now? Oh, nice segue. Nice Ooh. one, bro. Well, he segued right past the community. Well, we'll come back to that. <laughs> He's tired. Um, uh, sorry, it's join, Monday. Join us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Xbox Life. You can look for us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter as well. Um, we also have a uh, website, thisxboxlife.com. You can go there to leave us a voicemail, which we will put in the show if you so send us one. And again, be sure to support us by shopping at Amazon with our affiliate links. And as Brian said, something. <laughs> <laughs> Go to it. Right-o, oh. right-o. Oh, you want so, me to do it? Oh, so say it's Rob's thing. Rob, That's my work. thing. <laughs> okay, boss. So for Xbox 360, the new releases that we've got in the upcoming week, we've got MX versus ATV Supercross. And WWE 2K15. And that is all. Now here comes the big list, the Xbox One list. We have Lords of the Fallen, Sunset Overdrive, NBA Live 15, Grand Theft Auto Online, Costume Quest 2, Sick Master of Shadows. I'm exhausted from going over this list so far. And Gunscape. So uh, we've got at least, what is that, seven titles, plus whatever Major Nelson releases <laughs> I thought, on his... I thought Sticks, Master of Shadows already came out. Yeah, I, I remember that from, like, last week as well. Uh, Maybe I got the late or something. Um, I, I well, either it was, it's out but... this week or it's already out. We'll yeah. <laughs> we got it covered. Yeah. We're reminding... If it already came out, we're reminding you. So uh, there's a bunch of stuff, and I think this is uh, we're at the front of that wave, and just going to be uh, nonstop for like at least the next four weeks. Yep, yep, probably about four weeks, and then we'll be in a drought again. Yep. So then we can catch up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. The, uh, you guys got any last comments? Uh, no. I'm an Amazon Prime member but, now. Oh well, that brings up a good question. Where might one buy their new games, Rob? Hmm. I can think of only one place. 
And that's at Amazon using the This Xbox Life affiliate link. So make sure to go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. Click through there and it'll take you to Amazon. Uh, Any purchases that you make uh, will support the show. doesn't cost you anything extra. All you do is support the show along with uh, whatever you're buying. And uh, make sure to do that. Christmas season, holiday season's coming up. And as you, as you think of your loved ones, think of this Xbox Life. I, I want to put a plug in. We normally don't do this, okay? And but mm-hmm. Brian made a good comment. He he's a Prime member. I wanted to talk about Prime real quick because mm-hmm. this I don't know if people realize how much stuff you get for being a Prime member. I've been a Prime member for years. Um, yeah. I constantly renew. I don't even know what the cost is. What it, what is the membership cost, Bron? Is it still about eighty bucks? Well, it's ninety nine now. Ninety nine. Okay, yeah. I thought it might have gone up. So it's a hundred dollars yeah. a year, but that gets you free shipping on anything you buy. Um, two days shipping. Yeah, yeah, and it and you get it within two days. So free two day shipping. Uh, the only time you have to pay shipping is if you buy from one of those stores that are selling on Amazon. So if it's an yeah. item that's not sold by Amazon or you don't buy it from Amazon, you buy it from Billy Bob's resale shop through Amazon, then you pay shipping to Billy Bob, but you know, um, but that's, you know, cause that's Billy Bob you're dealing with. Um, but anyways, yeah, you get free two day shipping on everything. You get, um, prime instant video. So there's, it's like, and it's just like Netflix. Okay. Only Mm -hmm. through the Amazon instant video. And there's an app for your Xbox and your Wii and your playstations. Um, you also get the Kindle owners lenders library. So you get, they give out free books every month and you can also like, Borrow or read books from your friends. Uh, you can check books out for free. They've also the added... lenders. The lenders library. Do you have a Kindle? I do. I don't use it. Okay. I, I actually okay. sometimes I'll I, when I do buy one on occasion, I use mm-hmm. it on my phone. But I have never used the lenders library. The lenders library is for a Kindle device only. Okay. So yeah, I've got uh, a yeah. I got an Amazon Fire. Okay. Yeah, you're good then. Um, so I would be able to do it there. Um, but the real cool one that I really like that they've done is Prime Music. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually, I actually pay like $20 a year and I've uploaded all my music to the Amazon cloud and I use their app on my phone. And now they have Prime Music. So there's free albums out there all the time that you yep. can stream and listen to all the time too. That's free because you're a prime member. So originally all I ever, when I first signed up for it, I paid my money and I was for free shipping because I was buying yep. a lot from Amazon. Then they added the movies. Then they added the Kindle. Then they added the music. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness, this is like the best value. So I, I don't, we don't, I'm not getting anything by saying this. I'm telling you guys, I love Amazon prime. That's why I'm sharing it with you. Um, you know, check it out, look into it. I, I I think it's a great value there. Um, yeah, but it's it it's like you know if House of Cards or Orange the New Black or whatever the Netflix ones are, it's like if they're not on, and and once my wife gets finished watching one, like you know there are some things that are on Netflix that are not on Amazon Prime and vice versa, right. but it's like soon as you find like three or four things that you want to watch, and if it's on Amazon Prime, we can cancel our Netflix for a couple months and save the money there. And then if you ever use Spotify and you want to, you know, get commercial free or Xbox music or any of those things, the nine ninety nine or 10 bucks a month, that's that 
Amazon Music fills that in. Like I just search a song, build my own playlist, can yeah. download them offline, do all that stuff. So it's basically like I'm getting Netflix, I'm getting a Netflix, I'm getting a Spotify, and I'm getting shipping, and I'm getting free books as long as I have a Kindle. You know, it's like you get and all those things shipping. and the free shipping all for just, yeah. you know, that one price. So, yeah, it, it just it made sense and, and to go from there and, and have it. So, yep, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. So, and, and pretty soon they'll probably be throwing in the uh, the fire phone. Yeah, yeah, free. I'll, 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 a box yeah. will arrive one day. Here's your free fire phone, huh? I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping eventually they get rid of the lender's library and just do the uh, all Kindle access one that they do, which is like even higher than the lender's library. It's like any yeah. book. Yeah, so, it's like whatever. The, the, uh, it's like the unlimited music for books. Yeah. For for books, yeah. yeah. Which I can't see them cost. Like I don't see that really costing a whole lot internally for them because how much can you read? You know, I mean, I know people oh, out no, there they you... read a lot, but you know, yeah. I figure a couple of books a month. But it's not Amazon; it's the publishers. Yeah, they want the money. Yeah. They want the you know the money for every time somebody looks at that book. Oh, pay me! Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you but, what. You think you think the music industry is bad as far as their publishers and the record deals and stuff. Books are like 10 times worse. I mean, you know, for a paperback book, it's $6 at Walmart, but for the digital copy, it's nine. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, it's completely backwards. And then, you know, textbooks and all that stuff's crazy. Like, you know, when I was in going for my master's degree, you know, I had, they're like, Hey, you have to rent that. You have to rent this book from this place and it comes out of your student loan costs and it's $180 yeah. for, for eight weeks. And you're like, yeah. I'm, re- I'm like, what? And it's like, yeah, you have to. And it's like, huh, okay, I guess so. You know, so, but. Well, anyways, that's our big plug for Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Again, we're, we're like I said, the reason we're pimping Prime is because we really like it. We benefit from it. Want to make sure everybody knew it was just more than the shipping. So, but uh, other than that, uh, if you guys don't have anything, I guess we can wrap up nope. the show. Yep. And let Brun go to Nappy Land since it's Monday morning. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for joining us on the live Twitch feed. Uh, we really enjoy seeing you guys uh, chat with us in the group every week. Uh, we will be back uh, next week. If anybody does wish to fill in for Brun, who will be absent next week, uh, yeah, I guess email us at, or reach out to reach out to me, Wingman709 on Xbox, or just uh, shoot us an email, contact at thisxboxlife.com, and we'll we'll get back with you. Uh, you do need to have uh, Skype and a camera. you got to have a video camera and a headset. Cannot use speakers. You have to have a headset. Um, otherwise, the mic picks you up, and then it gets feedback. So if you're interested in letting us know, we record at 8 p.m. Pacific time. What was that, 11 Eastern time, Bron? Yep. All right. So on Sunday night. So we need a fill-in for next week. Later all, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob Olson, who's Prusar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. And I'm Brun, BJSwick33. See you in a few weeks, and have a good one.